as a professional psychic. One of the perks of doing readings is that sometimes my clients will ask me questions about themselves and their own lives that illuminate universal truths. In this way, as a professional perk, I sometimes tap into universal truths that I might not have stumbled upon in my own life and current questions. That happened to me a few months ago. What it showed me about rest and relaxation and its relationship to your health might blow your mind. I am but a part of this. All I am is all I give. Everything that comes to me comes as sure as I will breathe. Do you crave clarity and insight? Do you sense that your intuition is trying to tell you important things, but you have a hard time trusting it? Do you want access to your own internal wisdom and to understand how it operates so that you can guide your life in ways that are meaningful and satisfying? Well then, welcome. I'm glad you are here. I'm your host, Aimé Cartier. I've been a professional psychic since around 2007. I'm the author of the book, Getting Answers, Using Your Intuition to Discover Your Best Life. I've been teaching others to understand and use their own intuitive and empathic abilities for more than a decade. Join me each week for true stories and tools that will inspire you to take seriously your own inner knowing that internal sense that you have uniquely tailored to you and designed to not only set you on the roads that are best for you, but also help you avoid the ones that are treacherous. It's time for you to own your intuition. Welcome, friend. I'm glad you're here. Let me first start out by asking you if you know that you could download the first part of my book, Getting Answers, Using Your Intuition to Discover Your Best Life, for free on my website. It outlines a very simple four-step process that seers like myself have been using for ages to get the information that they need. And it turns out anyone can do it. You do not need to be a professional psychic. So if this is of interest, get yourself the free sample. I will put the link to do so in the show notes. And as always, you can find it on my website, amacartier.com. You can even get the whole book on Kindle. Also, a shout out to Molly, who told me that my podcast, The Own Your Intuition Show, has been a lifeline for her. You know, I say ad nauseum, how much I love hearing from you. So thank you, as always, to those of you who have already reached out and who are going to do so, and maybe even go right now and star my podcast on your podcast platform. <laughs> Thank you. Today, we are going to talk about a theme that was arising over and over and over in readings with clients this summer. 
So I knew that it warranted its own podcast. As a psychic, one of the perks of doing readings is that sometimes my clients will ask me questions about themselves and their own lives that illuminate universal truths. In this way, as a professional perk, I sometimes tap into universal truths that I might not have stumbled upon in my own life and current questions. This happened to me again a few months ago. I had a client who was experiencing some health issues. Whenever I have a client that asks me about health stuff, I always add a little disclaimer that I'm not a health psychic, but or a medical intuitive, I guess is probably usually how I put it. But in any case, spirit guides usually provide. So in this case, this particular client knew that she needed to make some changes, but she was loath to be or feel forced into any health regimes. I totally get this. I have sometimes felt like a wild horse tethered when I suddenly have to make an extreme health change. So I get it. It can sometimes happen like that. In any case, due to this client's personality and her just innate way of being, being told that she must do X, Y, or Z felt strained and unsustainable to her. She was worried that I might tell her in her reading, you've got to cut out this food or become a yogi or sit in meditation for two hours a day or some such thing. Her guides, knowing how she was built, and the uselessness of this information in actually getting her on the road to returned health didn't say any of that at all. Instead, they showed me this universal truth, something so simple, so subtle even, a profound healing formula that is hidden in plain sight. And that is that all optimal health is in fact intricately tied to how much a body is able to relax and rest. Instead of giving her a strict diet regime, her guides communicated that a return to health for her would be facilitated if she made relaxation her primary guiding force starting now. What that meant for her in real time covered all aspects of her life. It meant that in every moment where a decision was needed, choosing the least stressful, most easeful option was the best choice for her every time. For example, in her workplace, she had been vacillating on whether or not to spearhead some major changes in the company. Nope, her guides responded when she voiced that question in our session. That amounted to swimming unnecessarily upstream, which was not her road to returned health. What they also showed me was that making relaxation her primary modus operandi would actually shift her naturally into the changes that her body was requiring 
in diet and occupation, for example. That, for example, more time with her horses, which was really joyful and relaxing to her, more time sitting in the sun with her tea in the morning would easily inspire other changes in her behavior that would help her body heal. But instead of being told that she must do them, which felt like a constriction and intolerable to her, by prioritizing relaxation, she would come to these choices naturally and from within. In essence, they said, the more she relaxed, the healthier she would become. The interesting thing for me in this conversation with her benevolent guides was that I could see in the way it was presented to me that this wasn't just a formula for her. It actually worked for everyone. It reminded me of something my friend Betty Peralta said in a talk one day. She said, joy is the fuel that propels health and development in our nervous systems. That's brain science. That sounds precisely like new age advice. Follow what you love. I'd like to suggest here as a way to keep this all percolating for you. What if following what you love, and that means getting the rest you need and the relaxation when you need it, is not only the path of the most ease, relaxation, grace, and health, but also the answer to helping you arrive at the precise best formula life for you. I have also started thinking of this as the path of least resistance. It's something that internally, intuitively, I've felt for a long time is the way the world works optimally. It's something I will flush out in our next episode as well and what that actually means and what it looks like when you put it in play in your life, practically speaking. But what I want to underscore for you today is that relaxation is an important key to your well-being. So to break it down practically, what I am trying to say is that it is perfectly okay for you to lay down on your bed in the middle of the day for some time even when you are not sick. It is perfectly okay for you not to add something to your to-do list or try to accomplish something when you notice a window of time. It is more than okay for you to sit down on your couch and just breathe or listen to music or sit outside and literally watch the trees. Furthermore, it is not only okay, it's actually extremely conducive to your health 
and well-being and directly linked to you living a life that feels like the extraordinary gift that it is. So here's a question to put to yourself as you think and hopefully act on this. What if decreasing stress in all of the ways, what if continually choosing the least stressful option, the most restful option, is not only giving you a longer life, it is also giving you a better one. Because, my friend, spoiler alert, it is. So, here is the thing, friends. Rest is not a meme. Relaxation is not something to just strive for or put on your to-do list of, I know I should do it, but its intrinsic value and necessity is woven into the very existence of our world in a way that is so obvious you might even forget it. What do I mean? Seasons. Every year, the whole earth spends a quarter of its time in rest. Winter. Furthermore, this time of rest and rejuvenation, of slowness and very little movement, actually precedes springtime. Springtime with its vibrant, rich, vivacious, flowering trees and plants. Just picture in your mind the avenues of cherry trees with their luscious pink blossoms bright against the blue skies. And the vivid and verdant greens of spring and fresh heads of yellow daffodils and pink tulips. It is no accident that this richness comes right after rest. It's a rhythm, a cycle. And it's one worth noticing and repeating if you'd like to continue to be and have vibrancy like spring or summer for that matter. So lay on your couch, watch a leaf dance, sit and watch the grass grow. I promise it'll be good for you. I was with a girlfriend recently and she was beating herself up a bit because she was fried. She knew what she needed to do. She's taken all of my courses and as such knows the practices that will help her realign with herself. She knew what she used to do to feel alive in her skin and internally guided. But she wasn't doing it because she was tired. What I said to her is what I'm going to say to you now too. I don't think she's the only one that needs to hear it especially given the number of times I've had to say this or some version of it in recent psychic readings. 
It's wonderful to have these practices, to have a whole menu of actions to choose from that will return you to self and provide insight, which was the situation of my girlfriend. But also, sometimes you just need to sleep. Rest until you feel yourself perking up with the energy to light a candle and sit down with your journal, for example. Even if it takes a few weeks, rest isn't a sign of weakness. It's not an illness to get over or something to overcome so that you can get back to the real work. It's not a hurdle to jump over so that you can get back to being inspired and divinely connected. It's something to listen to and lean into so that you can get back to being inspired and divinely connected. It's a part of the real work, friends. Ask the trees. They nap too. It's called winter. And boy, do we benefit from the overall result. It's called oxygen. Here's the short of it, love. If you are tired, rest. Don't waste your time getting down on yourself for the fact that you're too foggy to know what to do next or you're not inspired. Rest until you are. Put it on your calendar like a boss, the resting bit. Lay on your couch with a book. Put a blanket on the grass and watch the clouds. Lay in your bed in the middle of the day and watch Ted Lasso. I promise you won't regret it. In fact, your body, mind, and spirit will thank you for listening and giving it what it needs. This is Amy Cartier, and you have been listening to the Own Your Intuition show. Dear one, if you are ready to tap into your internal knowing, if you are ready to live in concert with being able to hear and trust through your own experience the deep wisdom you've got inside, because I promise it is there, then it is time for you to join my Own Your Intuition program. Doors open very soon, so get thee on my mailing list. We'll spend a spacious year together, during which time you'll learn at your own speed and practice the tools that will help you have a deep and abiding connection to your own soul's compass and the practices that will help you swim in its wisdom for the rest of your life. We'll be together every new and full moon and you'll get to be in community with others who are equally committed to owning this innate wisdom they've already got inside. Details are in the links. See you next week. I am but a part of this. All I am is all I give. Everything that comes to me comes as sure as I will breathe.